She's my best friend. We're closer than sisters. They call us the twins at school because we're so inseparable. We've been best friends ever since we were in nursery school together. And I crept into Vicky at the water trough and she pulled a funny face and then tipped her red plastic teapot and started watering me. Vicky got told off for being mean to me, but I didn't mind a bit. I just stood still in the sudden downpour, honoured at her attention. Mum was cross because my gilt hair slides were rusty, but I didn't care. Vicky hadn't said anything, but I knew we were now friends. We stayed friends all the way through primary school, and then we both went on to downfield. Even Vicky was a bit quiet that first day in year seven when we didn't know anyone else. We know everyone now in year nine and we're, and they're all desperate to be Vicky's friend, but we mostly just stick together, the two of us. We're going to be best friends forever and ever and ever. Through school, through college, through work, it doesn't matter about falling in love. Vicky's already had heaps of boyfriends, but no one can ever mean as much to us as each other. We walk to school together, we sit next to each other all day, and after school I either hang out at Vicky's or she comes home with me. I hope Vicky asks me round to her place today. I like her home far more than mine. It's time to go home now, but we're checking out this big notice on the cloakroom door about after school clubs. We've got a new head teacher who's fussed about downfield. It's considered a bit of a dump, and so he's determined we're all going to do better in our exams and get involved with all these extracurricular activities. It's bad enough having to go to school, Vicky says. So who's sad enough to want to stay after, like voluntarily? I nod out of habit. I always agree with Vicky, but I've just read a piece about a new drama club and I can't help feeling wistful. Ever since I was little, I've wanted to be an actress. I know it's mad. I'm not anyone special. No one from our estate ever gets to do anything glamorous or famous. Anyway, even the richest, prettiest, most talented kids can't make a living out of acting. But I just can't. But I just want to act so much. I've never been in anything at all, apart from school stuff. I was an angel in the nativity play way back in year two. Vicky got to be Mary. Miss Gilmore, who's head of English and drama, had us all in Toad of Toad Hall when we were in year seven. I so wanted to be Toad, but Miss Gilmore chose Fat Boy Sam, typecasting, though he was good, very good. I had this mad, totally secret idea that I could have been better. Vicky and I were just woodland creatures. Vicky was a very cute squirrel with an extra fluffy tail. She did little hops everywhere and nibbled nuts very neatly. She got a special cheer and clap at the end. I was a stoat. You can't be cute if you're a stoat. I tried to be very sly, sinister stoat, lurking in the shadows. Miss Gilmore pushed me forward and said, Come on, Jade, no need to be shy. I didn't get a chance to explain I was being sly, not shy. I tried not to mind too much. Even Dame Judy Dench would find it hard to get a special cheer if she had to play a stoat. I didn't want to be an animal. I wanted to play a person. When I'm at home on my own, when Vicky's busy and Mum's at work and Dad's asleep, I parade round the living room and act out all the soaps, or I'll do Claire Danes lines in Romeo and Juliet, or I'll just make up my own plays. Sometimes I'll act people I know. I always end up acting Vicky. I close my eyes and think about her voice, and when I start saying something, I sound just like her. 
I stay Vicky even when I open my eyes. I can feel her long, thick, bright hair bouncing about my shoulders, and my green eyes are glittering, and I'm and I'm smiling with Vicky's wicked grin. I dance up and down the room until I catch sight of myself in the big mirror above the fireplace and see my own sad, pale, skinny self, a ghost girl. I always feel much more alive when I'm being Vicky. Come on, Jade, Vicky says, tugging at me. I'm reading the drama club notice one more time. Vicky's getting impatient. You're not interested in that weirdo club, are you? No, no, of course not, I say, although I'm extremely interested and Vicky knows I am. There's a little gleam in her green eyes like she's laughing at me. I take a deep breath. Well, maybe I am interested, I say. I know I shouldn't always let her walk all over me. I should try standing up for myself for once, but it's hard when I'm so used to doing what, what Vicky wants. You wouldn't join with me, would you? I asked. You've got to be joking, says Vicky. Miss Gilmore's running it. I can't stick her. Nearly all the teachers think Vicky wonderful, even when she's cheeky to them, but Miss Gilmore is often a bit brisk with Vicky, almost as if she irritates her. I know Miss Gilmore's dead boring, I agree, tactfully, but it would be fun, Vicky. A real laugh. Go on, please. Let's. I bet you'd get all the best parts. No, I wouldn't. Not necessarily, says Vicky. I don't like acting anyway. I don't see the point. It's just like playing a silly kid's game. I don't get why you're so keen, Jade. Well, it's just... Oh, Vicky, you know I want to be an actress. I feel my face flooding scarlet. I want it so badly I always blush when I talk about it. I look awful when I go red. I'm usually so white that the sudden rush of blood is alarming and a terrible contrast to my pale hair. I quite fancy being on television, but as myself. Can you see me as a TV presenter, eh? Vicky starts a wackily telling routine, using the end of her tie first as a mic, and then turning it into a little kid's puppet, making it droop when she tells it off for being naughty. I can't help laughing. Vicky's so good at everything. I think she really could go on television. She could do anything she wants. She'd have no trouble at all making it as an actress. Please, Vicky, join the drama club, I say. You join the silly old drama club. I'd want to join it like myself. I always do everything with Vicky. I can't imagine joining anything independently. It wouldn't be the same. Don't be so wet, Jade, says Vicky. You go. We don't always have to be joined at the hip. She gives her own hip a little slap. Stop growing, growing you guys, she says. I'm curvy enough now, right? As for you, big bull, she reaches round and gives her bottom a punch. Start shrinking straight away, do you hear me? You've got an absolutely perfect figure and you know it. So stop showing off, I say, giving her a nudge. Then I slip my hand through the crook of her elbow so we're linked. Please, please, pretty please, join the drama club with me. No, look, you wouldn't automatically join anything. I wanted to go to, would you, says Vicky, tossing her hair so that it tickles my face. Yes, I would. You know I would. I'd join anything for you, I say. Vicky's eyes gleam emerald. Right, she looks up at the notices for clubs. Okay, okay. I'll go to the dopey old drama club with you. If you'll join the Fun Run Friday club with me. What? There, that's settled. So it's drama on Wednesdays after school, 
and fun running on Fridays. What a starry new social life, says Vicky. You're joking, aren't you? Nope, deadly serious, says Vicky, and she whips out her felt pen and writes her name in mine on the drama club list and for the fun run too. I can't run, you know I can't run, I wail. I've always been useless at all sports, especially... I especially hate running. I get a stitch the second I've started and my heart starts banging and I get terribly out of breath and I can't keep up with the others. I've always been last in every race. Vicky's good at running. She wins races when she wants, but once or twice hangs back and jogs on the spot to keep me company. Sometimes she even takes my hand and pulls me along. She can't She takes my hand now, tugging me after her. Come on, let's get out of this dump, she says. Vicky, look, I've got to cross my name off. I can't run to save my life, and you know it. Don't get in such a state, Jade, Vicky says, and she flicks her finger under my chin. It's only play, but it stings quite sharply. This is fun running. Fun, like you're not meant to take it so seriously. I can't help taking it seriously. I see a picture of myself lumbering along last, beetroot red and sweaty, while Vicky bobs about at the front with all these boys who really fancy themselves and keep flexing their muscles and flicking back their hair. I'm not going fun running, I say, and I pull my hand away. I scratch your names off both lists and then stomp out of school and across the playground. Vicky dances round me mocking. I hate it when she's like this. Lighten up, Jade, says Vicky. I don't feel a light. I feel truly dark. Why does it always have to end up like this? Vicky always has to get her own way. If we do anything for me, then somehow it gets twisted around so that Vicky still wins. She's being especially annoying now, tickling me here and there, tweaking my hair, poking my mouth to try to make me smile. Don't go, go all moody on me, she says as we go out to the school gate. Oh, Vicky, give it a rest, I snap. She takes her school bag and swings at me. She's intending to miss. We both know that, but I deliberately don't dodge out of the way, so it catches me hard on the hip. It really hurts. Oh, Jade, why didn't you get out of the way? She says, says Vicky, rubbing my hip. Get off, I say, slapping her hands away. I see. You hit me with your school bag, and it's my fault? God, I'll take a swing at your head in a minute. You've no idea how pompous you sound, says Vicky, laughing at me. I can't laugh at myself, not even when Vicky pulls a silly face, crossing her eyes and sticking out her pink pointy tongue. Grow up, Vicky. Who wants to grow up? She cries. And she's in the road. And then, then a car, a squeal of brakes, a scream, a scream. Silence.